1: Today on CityCast Chicago, Valentine's Day is a reminder that the journey to find love can be long and exhausting, but also sometimes exhilarating and joyful. And most people have to go on quite a few bad dates to get to the good ones. Today, we're talking best and worst dates to get you in the Valentine's Day spirit. It's Tuesday, February 14th. I'm Simona Lisea in for Jacoby Cochran, and this is what Chicago is talking about. Jacoby caught up with contributor Legion Greco, who regularly tweets about her dating life in Chicago.
0: Lee, welcome back to CityCast.
1: Hey, Jacoby. Thanks for having me.
0: Last time we talked about the dating scene, your ass was at a horny farmer's market in Logan Square, Now we're in the the Valentine's Day season. Uh, And we thought of you for this segment, not only because every time we get together, it's hilarious. And honestly, before the conversation started, pretty inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) But because of a recent tweet you posted. Uh, Lee, can you read that tweet uh, for me and for CityCast listeners?
2: Oh, boy. Yeah, this tweet. So, (laughs) quote... Uh, This is this is after a date that I had. Um, I said, explain stealth aircraft on a date tonight. And now I fully comprehend the unique high that comes from mansplaining in completely unrelated news. I am still single.
0: (laughs) Uh, Can you what's the story behind this tweet, Lee? But prior to this, how was the day going?
2: So I, I think this was one of those dates that I've had in Chicago, which is just kind of. It, it's meh and Black. not not to say no, not to not to say it's bad. I think we were both of the mutual understanding when the date ended. Like we didn't even say like, hey, would love to see you again or like pretend to even do that. We were just like, uh, this has been two hours. And uh, yeah, OK. And so I forgot how this came up, but I think I, I made a joke or something like, oh, yeah, like stealth aircraft. And he was like, I don't know how that works um which little background on myself at one time I used to be a defense aviation reporter so I know a little bit about stealth aircraft but you I did
0: not know this about you quite fascinating <laughs>
2: This is this is my secret my secret life back in D.C. that I had. Um, this is your
0: party. This is your party trick. <laughs> I can, I can explain the fleet of fighter jets that we currently have in yes. operation.
2: Exactly. Um. So, but normally, if I mention that to a guy, then I end up getting mansplained. Like, even if he knows that I literally covered the F-35 fighter jet program, he'll be like, but do you understand this about it? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, I visited the plane.
0: You know, how would you rate your dating experience in Chicago? Are the dates that you go on as a cisgendered heterosexual woman, you know, pretty average?
2: Yeah, I got to say when when your producer asked me for best and worst date ideas, um, my thoughts were like, you know, I don't. I don't have any really bad dates in Chicago, um, but I also haven't had any that have like blown my mind. In terms of the chemistry, it's just been like, they're they're usually like very nice and uh, very polite and like cool and you know, you have fun, but it's just, it's fine.
0: No, I feel that there was a couple of years I can't even remember, maybe 2018 up until the pandemic where I had gone out on a few dates and tried different things, right? Maybe a movie here, maybe a, you know, kind of a a park picnic here, maybe a dinner here. And I left maybe three or four four or five of them with this feeling of like, you know is is it me am i not am i not finding the is it chemistry is it is it just where i am in my life right now uh and 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 so you kind of leave a lot of those experiences where again it wasn't terrible or it wasn't oh my god i you know i missed an opportunity here a lot of them just sort of end up in this this sort of meh place right so we asked listeners and hey chicago readers to send up some of their stories of their best and worst dates and uh You know, we're going to start with the bad dates because those were the ones uh, very easy for people to remember. Uh, So let's listen to a couple of those.
3: Hey, this is Michael Heinz calling from Berlin, Germany. Uh, But before moving here, I was in Humboldt Park. I met up with someone on a dating app, and she decided to go see a movie at a Wes Anderson Film Festival. I'm not a Wes Anderson fan. Um, uh, And she chose the first movie he ever got made, which is called Bottle Rocket, so... It's old, doesn't look good, not really my kind of humor. Uh, and to make it all better, she falls asleep as soon as the movie starts, uh, and she sleeps through the entire movie. Yeah, um, I've seen the movie Bottle Rocket next to a sleeping first date, and I don't ever want to do it again. <laughs> hey, I'd have definitely fell asleep in some
0: movies. Uh, I, I I dig a couple of the Wes I've never joined. fallen
2: asleep during a movie.
0: I understand where they're coming from, movie dates, uh they're difficult first dates especially if they're the only thing you're planning to do sort of a dinner and a movie kind of vibe. Um but yeah, if I never met a person and they suggested we go watch a movie and then they fall asleep during the entire movie, yeah, that's a, you know, that that that's a that's a doozy right there.
2: To me, I also feel like not not to be like, "Oh, I'm a film nerd." Like I don't want to sound <laughs> like a film bro or something here. But that to me, says that you have a fundamental disrespect for cinema. <laughs> like if I, like I just went to Music Box last week to see one of the movies from the Billy Wilder uh-huh. retrospective and if you fell asleep during Ace in the Hole you're dead to <laughs> me.
0: <laughs> Alright, we got another bad date. we gotta listen to real quick.
3: My name's Tom Snydecker. I live actually in Evanston, uh, but this bad dating uh, took place uh, mostly in Rogers Park, I would say. So as far as first dates go, it was pretty unremarkable. Um, It was the sort of first date where it was just kind of getting to know you. The one thing that I thought was a little strange was I came out of the date not really understanding what she did. She said she was a graduate student and it was something along the lines of leadership, um, or enhancing, enhancing her, like, life potential through, through leadership. Following that, I looked up this place, I Googled it, and this is where I, you know, I type in the name of the place and it comes up, you know, this place, cult, (laughs) right? Is it a cult? And there's all these articles and forum posts. And actually the first Google result is, an article on, on the institution's website refuting the fact that they're a cult. And I'm thinking, you know, usually if you're not a cult, you don't have to have the first Google search result for your institution being about how you're not a cult. Usually it kind of goes without saying
0: Honestly, rent high, eggs high. If Colts is offering a room and board, I might consider it my damn self. Three square what? meals a day. I'll do a couple chores. Jacoby,
2: what if they make you do weird stuff?
0: I just feel like some Colts is like more relaxed than other Colts. Like, you know. I don't know. If, if it ain't on we weird, weird, and the room and board is free, you know, you know, not all Colts are the same. Like, uh, you know. Anyone
2: here that has done improv in Chicago come gotta on. say.
0: <laughs> I just was performing over at the I.O. I'm like, you know, if you decide to be in an improv troupe for no money five times a week for three people in the audience, <laughs> you in a cult, For You is in a cult. You're able to not only come on the show, but even on Twitter, you're able to find humor in some of these experiences, make jokes about them. You know, do you ever sort of find times where you you get antsy, you get anxious or even get sad about, you know, maybe the the dating prospects or the the Chicago dating scene?
2: Yeah. I mean, not even just the Chicago dating scene, but just dating in general as a millennial or dating in this era, because it sometimes feels like. It's very transactional. Everybody thinks they have so many options, especially with all these apps. Um, And so, yeah, it can get exhausting. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's maybe why I make a lot of jokes about dating. Um, I hope when people see my Twitter, they're not like, oh, this girl complaining about dating again. Um, I just think like, it's it's a weird thing that we're all participating in, and I hope that some people see that and they find it relatable, and they can find the humor in it.
0: Are you self-conscious about your smile? your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S., they got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location. So we heard a couple of bad day stories, uh, but there are also those dates where it's like, you know, was that bad? Was that good, as you might describe it? Meh, right? It's a little hard to tell. Uh, You actually talked to someone who had a story like this. Let's hear from Emily.
4: I met this guy on Bumble, um, and he was a magician from London, and he ended up giving me a private magic show in my living room. Um, Lots of like kind of weird mind reader stuff, uh, not just like sleight of hand, but like really weird mentalist kind of shenanigans. But I was into it, and uh, we ended up heading to the bedroom after a little bit, and uh, he had mentioned, you know, something about magic tricks, and I was like, oh, you know, do you... uh, Ever pull any of those out in the bedroom at all? And he sat up and he pulled a one euro coin um, from my mother's. from yours, from mine. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> I, I lost it. I had no idea where he got it from. I. I don't know.
2: And to clarify, he doesn't have any pockets at this time or any. No, in. he
4: is fully nude. I don't know where it could have come from. Maybe he like snuck it in my bed beforehand. Maybe he had like a little butthole action. I don't know.
2: He's done that before. He's definitely. He's absolutely
4: done that before. <laughs> I, I know he has. I know I'm not special. You know, he, he wasn't really great. Um, The sex was awful, but the magic part was awesome. He let me keep the euro. Well, yeah, I he probably wouldn't want it back. <laughs> no, I, I don't think so either.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that but I think from? she found it funny. I think she found it amusing, you know? I mean that is for for some people that would be an amusing trick. I would not be amused by that. Um I would find that kind of scary.
0: <laughs> or just learning in general is just gross
2: it's just like, and how many times has he used that same coin before? You know, it's a euro. It had to travel to get there.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. So we have heard from people who have had bad dates, have had mid dates. Uh, but we got to talk about good dates. We, we've we got a good date uh, from Davis that, uh, that we wanted to hear from.
2: Hey, CityCast. This is Davis from Bridgeport. Uh, the best and worst date I went on happened consecutive nights the worst date was this guy showed up it was online dating not at all like he said he was and I walked home and called my best friend and just like ranted to her and was like this I hate this I'm not going on any more dates I need to break but she encouraged me to keep the date the next day saying like it's at the piece of place across the street from your house worst case scenario you just like walk home if you're not feeling it so I gradually accepted her advice and went on the other date I had set up. Um, and it was the last first date I'll ever have because I'm now married to him. And it was awesome. And we just spent four hours talking. So I guess my word of advice is just hang in there, but don't put up with too much.
0: Mm-hmm. Lee, do you have a, a best date story?
2: I had gone on three dates with this guy that I met from Bumble. And uh, the second date actually was a really good date. There's this like luchador style wrestling out at an old VFW near Mm -hmm. O'Hare. And it's a lot of fun. And so when we were on that date, he was there with his friends and I met like his friends and their girlfriends. And then the third date was at his friend's birthday party. So I met one of his friends again and It was just one of those things where like this girl and I were hitting it off really well. We were talking about bicycling and how we love doing that. And it was like February in Chicago. So we're like, yeah, let's let's hang out like once the weather gets nice. And I'm so glad (laughs) that we exchanged numbers because then I didn't end up going on any more dates with that guy. Um, But then she became one of my good friends and she introduced me to her friends. Um, The whole group of us do like weekly sunday dinners together um and so yeah i think like the lesson is not every date has to lead to your future husband or whatever but it can lead to other really great things and like it's super important to me that i have this core group of friends now in chicago and weirdly i never would have had that if i didn't put myself out there on all these dates
0: I want to thank you for always uh, stopping by CityCast Chicago. It, the conversation is always fun uh, and insightful. Uh, a huge thank you to freelance writer Lee John Greco. I appreciate you joining us again on CityCast.
2: Hey, thanks again.
0: And here's some more good day stories to brighten out your day. Hey, it's Jermaine from South Loop, and I want to tell you all about how me and my partner Rashid brought in our first year in the city, and we were trying to find something that was like super Chicagoy <laughs> to like really ring in like this first year that, that we spent together um, in Chicago. So we found the golf, the mini golf obstacles over at the Maggie Daly Park in the city, um, and they were super fun. They were like very cute, like obstacles. Um, It was a super fun night. And yeah, it was like, you know, I got to kiss my man under the stars and stuff. So um, I did lose. But that's besides the point. You know, we were celebrating something more than winning or losing. (laughs) If I won, I wouldn't be saying that, but whatever. Um, But yeah, that was my favorite date in the city.
5: Jenny in Lincoln Square, my first date story with my wife, Kelly. Our first date was on May 11th, twenty. 18 i was at i had double booked our date which i guess is something that i commonly do <laughs> and, and i knew i was running late she pushed it back an hour then she shows up maybe a half hour later than that time um, and you could tell she was a little tipsy already. I'd already had a couple glasses of white wine, but then she showed up and she was really funny and really sweet. And we tried a bunch of wine and we ate French fries, which sophisticated people who drink wine do. Yeah. And then I think Kelly asked. Well, yeah, I was like, well, let's let's. Do you want to keep get this party going? And so we ended up taking from River North. We took an Uber to Andersonville, mm-hmm. and I. I held her hand in the car. She did. She held my hand in the car. Smooth move. Yeah. And we ended up having a couple bourbons. A couple. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all the story that we want to share. Yeah. And then it the just ended there. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> else happened. Uh, and now we're married and we have beautiful twin baby girls. That day, though, I was like, I'm, I'm going to marry her. And we did get married. We did it?
1: Before we let you go, a little bit of news. Some state and local officials are questioning a plan to shelter recent migrants in a former Kmart in the Westlawn neighborhood on the southwest side, saying residents in the area should be consulted. It's not yet clear when the facility would open. In Woodlawn, police issued citations last week to protesters who tried to enter a new immigrant shelter there. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are returning to Chicago. Tickets go on sale Friday for their joint tour. The Second City alums are stopping at the Chicago Theater in May. And some more good news to get you through. Tomorrow is the last day to vote CityCast Chicago as Best Podcast and Hey Chicago as Best Newsletter in the Reader's Best of Chicago. Find us under the City Life category at the link in the show notes. Hope you have a wonderful Valentine's Day. We'll be back in your feed tomorrow. Talk to you then. I don't know, something like that. And then the podcast ends. I Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's it. <laughs>